welcome to the Unsworn Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Stream Streak One Million. John, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, I, was just, I was just, I was just, I was just mute. I was just uh, mouthing because I'm being an idiot. And that didn't help at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can people hear him now? I've, I've hacked it, but I've not, I've not hacked it. Uh, let me see what you guys think. Hello, everyone. By the way, if you're watching back, because we're only going to put this version up, not the other version. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Small Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Stream Streak Day uh, 437. No, actually, it's 430. No, what is it, John? 480. Um, it was six nine on Monday, so that means it's seventy seventy two. Four seventy two. Uh four seventy two. Um and thanks for joining us if you're joining us in the Twitch chat or if you're joining us live on YouTube. Well, back at home on YouTube, whatever the hell. John, how are you? I'm really good. Yeah. I've I've had a really quiet morning. I may have said this before, but no one heard it. But yeah, it was really quiet and I'm I'm kinda glad that I'm not hearing someone talk just about Warhammer incessantly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good job to joke the second time around uh, but it's yeah. not any of those times uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to send over to the Twitch chat thanks for hanging out with us while we fix our tech issues if you're listening to the podcast or you're watching on YouTube you didn't even know these tech issues happened uh, and it's all thanks to the uh, um, the Twitch chat Pragmatic Job PLC Tywin and Gitly Neuroshock Dubs Warhammer Rob Big Love to you Brucimus what's going on uh, lunch break with Ron uh, hello everyone thanks for tuning in um, John, uh, we're going to talk some Warhams. Uh, what have you been doing Warhams related recently? Um, ooh, I'm trying to think. I've been building and painting Kragnos. I think we chatted about that on is it Sunday. Uh huh. Uh huh. How's he looking? It's fun to build. Easy to build. It's quite easy to build actually. As as kits go, it's quite straightforward. But um, painting takes a long time, just because there's a lot of it. Not because it's complicated, but just because there's a lot of surface to paint. But yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I haven't really done any painting for the last few days, which is just a bit rubbish. But <laughs> don't, you you don't even know. Yeah, not painting is my dream future. Is what I'm gonna is what I'm gonna describe it as. Um, uh, what's this stream street for stream street ants? <laughs> uh, well, I'm uh, I was doing some painting again last night. Uh, I've also 3D printed myself a Ineth Deepkin army at the same time. That's been happening in the background, uh, which has been really nice. I've been loving that. Um, thanks, David Smith, for donating five gift subscriptions. Nice. Big love to you. What up? Uh, that's so nice of you. There's some cool people in there. Pop Fett, Synchronized. Thanks for getting gift subscriptions. So, yeah, I printed myself a, three, a 3D printed, my first, well, my first 3D printed army, John. Uh, I was hoping um, I was going to get it finished for this weekend for the tournament I'm at. But I don't think I'm going to have time uh, to finish it off. So uh, that's pretty sad. Uh, but I'm I'm very very excited. I've got. Uh, do you want? I'll I'll see. I'll see. What do you think? What do you, uh, would you be okay playing a 3D printed army, John? Tell me about that. I think so, as long as it was clear what the stuff was meant to be. So, so to me, that's the the kind of the, the be all and end all. Is if someone brings a mod on, I go, what on earth is that meant to be? As long as there's kind of the suggestion, like if it's meant to be a Leviathan. I can tell based on the size of it. More importantly, the base size matching as well. That'd be quite cool, right? So, well, so yeah. I'll, I'll show you what I would, what I've got, John. If you, I don't know if you can, can you see it on the screen. You see my camera? Yeah, we can see your camera. So this is my, uh, this is my Volte, uh, as you can see. Nice. It's in white resin, so it's going to be harder to see. Um, but he looks, he looks pretty sweet. As he's got a trident, trident. Uh, so very, very excited yeah. about that. This is my uh, Eidolon of the Storm. 
Uh, again, it's in white residency. You might not be able to see, but he's a, a big sea fella. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, he looks cool, right? I'm yeah. pretty hyped for him. So what you missed whilst you were running off to get your toys yeah. is basically my response to you was um, very much as long as it's kind of vaguely clear what they're supposed to be representing, I'd have no problem. Well, then, if these it was are just my... like, you couldn't tell the difference, I'd be like... So these cool. are my thralls. I don't know if you can see, but they're murlocs, you know, from like World of Warcraft kind of thing. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. You have but to, they're... as you move them, you have to make the noise, Rob. Yeah, of course. You have to. But those are going to be my thralls. Uh, so excited about that. So I've, I've done myself an army, which I'm really, really excited about. So I've got like, everything counts as, uh, I've also got a big crab monster as an idol on, but he's, I, I've still got to glue him together. Um, but if you don't make Aquaman quotes while playing the army, I'll be disappointed. I'm into that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I, I think it is super worth it. Um, uh, but, it, but like, I don't think that would be very confusing at all. Like it's, it's really easy, right? Especially something like Deepkin, where, if I'm like, these are thralls, you're like, cool. They don't have any other infantry apart from... They've got thralls and reavers. Yeah, exactly. It's one or the other, and they They're don't the have hitty, any bows. Right? Exactly. Uh? They're the hitty ones, not the bow ones, so it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again, like, there's one big character, this guy. He's the uh, he's he's your Achillean king. You're like, cool, yeah. I get that. And then the big fucking, um, uh, like, octopus god is an Eidolon of the Storm. Okay, I understand that. So, super simple again. I think that's really nice. I think it can get maybe a little bit confusing when if you've got like... But, I mean, I still don't know the difference between the official Games Workshop Fire Slayer characters. I don't even know which one's a Battlesmith, which one's a Rune Father, or whatever. Um, They've got different keys and different headdresses, I think, and that's about it. Huh? And maybe different runes on their knees, because they've got very small runes on their like legs, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's just that, it's the subtle differences. You wouldn't know unless you're a long-term <laughs> Fire Slayers player. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, that's what I've been doing. But I, 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 I really love the models. I think that they're they're super lovely. And so, um, yeah. I, and so, I haven't. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and speed paint them for tomorrow night. I think that that would be really rubbish. So I think you'd regret that because you'd never go back and retouch them up. They'd always end up being. That rushed but then also they'd be done and they're just in the can because I've already got my eyes on my 3D printed ogre army and also a 3D printed um, I'm basically only going to 3D print armies in the future so uh, I've even got cruel th- boys uh, no I'm going to collect the cruel boys but I think I might add stuff to the cruel boys like yeah. I don't want to like I don't want to just keep like buy like let's say the good list is 60 of the gut rippers I'm like i'm gonna find something else that can be gut rippers as opposed to buying 60 gut rippers like it's fucking weird like it's meant to be a creative hobby like yes. just buying this like buying 90 witch elves like and then just having the same monopose 90 witch elves is super weird flex to be honest from a creative hobby but that's that, fine that kind of gives me more motivation to buy an army like daughters of Cain because currently like you just said the idea of having the same kit as probably half your army if not more puts me off entirely uh yeah 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 like so anyway whatever like my point is i'm excited about it um but i'm not gonna probably get it finished this weekend but obviously playing the age of sigma event this weekend um uh like i kind of want to like use the stuff that's that's fresh 
So like the endless spells, obviously that's something that's that's a new mechanic that you want to use. And you kind of want to use a monster and, and some heroes. So something that yeah. kind of like uses the new rules. Uh, but I, I've only got like a few armies that I could really do that with. So I think I'm probably going to play with my Zinch. Um, and I'm going to probably try and use as many um, uh, predatory endless spells as possible just to kind of see what that feels like and how that works in game. So I think that's kind of going to be mm. my plan. Uh, thanks to uh, Devil Chris for donating 569 to the show. Whoop, whoop. Uh, thanks. And also shout out to a podcast listener, Rick, for donating some uh, money uh, last night, who uh, donated some money via that method. So big love to him. Um, yeah. And then I've also, John, um, just to ca- catch you up and also generally everyone else up in the world. Hey, Soren, big love to you in Texas, everyone down there, um, which I might be going to next year, I hope. Fingers crossed. Um, uh, is uh, next year, John, not this year, is uh, I've been writing event packs for Age of Sigmar doing the scoring system so that's been kind of my uh my the newest the newest thing and i think i've come up with um the system i'm going to use for our events here at the tsn arena and then we'll kind of talk about that which seems like the easiest kind of like system which is and i'll explain it out so in 40k john do you want to tell people how it works in 40k so the way you score in 40k is you score each turn from turn two so turn two to five you score the primary which is up to 15 points, depending on the mission. And then you've got three secondaries, which cap at 15 each as well. So those combined is a score of 90, and then you get 10 points if you're fully painted, which no one ever bonds with. (laughs) It's just like 10 points straight away. Yeah, yeah, people like 10 points done. So generally, you've got turns that could score you quite consistently, kind of 20 to 30, if you're having a really good turn. So... In contrast to, I think, the scoring now for Age of Sigmar is out of 28, is it? Yeah. For the missions? Well, no, no, it's not out of 28 because some change. So, like, there are, if anyone would like the breakdown of them. Um, oh, I did it yesterday. One second. Uh, it's going to take me a second to grab these files. Um, I did a breakdown of it, although I think uh, Archeon the One-Eye King also did me a breakdown of it the other day. But basically... Um, bum, 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 bum. missions. Uh, they it's it's pretty simple, basically, John. Uh, there are twelve missions, yep. including the three from the core book, and the the new scoring system in brackets. The new scoring system, new style, first blood, power struggle, um, which needs an FAQ. Um, uh, survival of the fittest, um, the vice, and uh, tooth and nail are the ones. So yes. tooth and nail is one. The Vice, Survivor of the Fittest, Power Struggle, and First Blood. So there's five. There's only five that are the new ones. So five are the new ones. Um, and uh, out of the whole pack, and everything else is just kind of the old scoring system. So basically, I think for, for my tournaments, I'm just going to use a win-loss-draw system. This is for, for tournaments and how you work them out. But there are, yeah, yeah. Minor, there are minor losses and also minor wins in there as well. So, but it'll just be like, still, it'll just be, which they don't have in 40k, right? You just, if you win by a point, you win. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's no kind of deviation on it. If you win by just a bee's dick, you win. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Places. And there's a problem yeah. that happens in 40k tournaments because of that, right? Yeah. So a uh, good example is a three day event where it's a th- three game event where you've got, say, 20 people. You could have five people all on three wins. And then it comes down to just the granularity of their score. And so you could you could have had three really solid games, 
but because you've only scored 93 each of your games, not 97, 98, 99 type of thing, you lose and you end up being like fourth or fifth place. Well, there's also there's also a point in Bonkers. that, like, let's say you, let's say you and me played a game and it was super close, and yeah. you get seventy three and I get seventy two. The tournament yeah. results will reflect the fact that you beat me. End conversation. Like, yeah. not that it came down to a single point, right? So um, there's a kind of um, uh, like I don't think that really showcases how things work no. properly. But like, ultimately, ultimately, you kind of have to. So the the system that I've I've put in place, or that I'm going to put yeah. in place for my event, sorry, uh, that's important, is win, uh, major win, minor win. So basically, if someone has won three games in in a one day, or five games in a two day, or six games in two day, whatever. Like if someone's won all of their games and no one else has, immediately they're the winner. Yeah. yeah? And if you're, Simple. if you, yeah. and then if you're on, um, uh, if you're on a like, and then if several people, let's say three people have gone three and over a one day, let's just say, yeah. The second thing I would change it to, so the second uh, path to victory is the points difference for each game in a twenty nil system. It's a little bit more complicated to explain, but basically. For each point you beat your opponent by, you change it from a 10-10, which is, let's say, me and John, we play each other and we both score yep. 15 points each. Every time I beat him by one point, so let's say I then get 16, John gets 15, it changes from a 10-10 to an 11-9, and it changes up, right, all the way to a 20-0 system. Just make it, I know that, I know you're like, oh, it's a bit complicated, but it's not really. Like if John beat if I if John beats me nineteen to nine, there's a ten points difference, so immediately it's twenty nil. The reason that you really want to put something like that in in a pack is because what you actually want is you don't want me to just get a few points ahead of John, know that he's got no way of coming back, and then just not interact with him. Yeah. You know, just go three points up and then not interact with him at all. So what you really want to do is you want to encourage in the pack you want to, and the scoring system, you want something to make the players engage with each other as much as possible. Because yeah. what you want is you want me to dominate John. You don't want me to just get the big W. You want me to get the big W that I also smashed him. So that when you have those three people that are 3-0 and o at the end of a day... You've got one guy who smashed three people and you've got one guy who only just scraped a win versus three people. The guy that smashed three people, he gets the, the first place spot, right? Yes. And yeah. that kind of thing kind of shows some deviation, I suppose, which is good. So wh why do you need to do the 20-0 system rather than just using the actual result of that game? So, sure. so the tertiary, the tertiary would be total VPs. The result, the result of the game you're already using. So, for first place, your first path to victory is win, loss, draw, basically. Although there's minor, there's little, there's little wins and there's little losses, right? Yeah, yeah? to make it easy. So yeah. that's already. So if there's only one person who's three and zero, then that's the only system you use. It's easy peasy. Yeah. There's only one person who's five and zero. It's the only system you use. You don't have to fuck about and it's easy. However, yeah. when you get to like uh, all the people who went 4-1, how, how do you differentiate between those people, as an example? How do you yeah. differentiate between them? And the problem with the score system, uh, where it's just total VPs in the second, is you can do a whole bunch of stuff specifically like you can just be like, hey, I've beat you, but... I've got 79, you've got 78, or whatever the situation, which we do yeah. see happen a lot in 40k, right? Yeah. So specifically, yeah. it is to avoid game fixing. Yeah, so that's okay. really important. Um, uh, like that pushes. I, I that knew there was a reason, but without knowing that was the reason, I kind of lacked that context. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. 
Um, and then and then the third place is just your total victory points, which if you're all playing the same battle plans, you're all playing the same battle plan, so it doesn't matter. That does mean that some of the battle plans will need some uh, victory points assigning to them. Like if you play... Uh, it's not First Blood. Whatever the the one that you want to win on is, uh, we just need to assign a victory points for that. Um, but that's fine. Um, so simple, super simple, like and really easy. But like a lot of it's just thinking about how to make it most engaging. Because again, what you really want with a tertiary in a really large field, John. Again, a yeah. small field of like forty people. It doesn't really massively matter. No. But when you get to like 200 people, what you actually really want is you want the people who are winning to win loads. So what you yeah. want is you want their total victory points. Not only did they smash someone, like you don't want them to just win 15-5, for example. Like you don't want them to play some corner hammer and not engage with their opponent. Because in, yeah. in, the, score, in the missions where you score pri one for the uh, primary victory point, two for the secondary... So Sorry, you will score one victory point for holding one, one victory point for holding another one, and then one victory point for holding more. You really want to encourage people to be trying for that last victory point, even though yeah. it's super hard to achieve, so it's not very efficient. So why would you try for it? So really what you'll see at like one day is, is you'll see a bunch of lists that are designed really to only score the two and then just keep everyone away and then not really like bother. A bit like when people used to play Knife to the Heart, right? You'd be like, cool, I'll just not really commit and get the minor win that'll be what I'll do. The other guy will be like, yeah. I'm going for it, big dog. Yeah, and I'll run across the board and try and smash. Most of the time, that would mean that you would lose because the other guy just wouldn't commit at all, guy or girl, in this they'd, they'd, they'd play safe. They'd play a, a kind of a safer game, wouldn't they, just to guarantee their victory, but just safely, without having to take any risks. Yeah, basically. Basically. And that, that's it. Like it wasn't it's not been super complicated to work out, but it has required like a few hours and a few conversations with some people. And I'm not saying it's the perfect system, but it's the system I'm gonna put in place, uh, yeah. which is really important. Like and also like just kind of defeat stuff and really made me rethink about how they do it in forty K and the fact that like because we've seen some forty K events, John, where like yes, someone's lost, but the guy in second has already scored a load of points, right? Like so, yeah. the guy that lost, he still scored loads of points. So, and I guess if you're playing a, an event where there's things like best in faction stuff, if you can at least bridge that gap of points, mm. you've got a motivation there to maybe be even if you're not going to win the event, you're there trying to achieve a different goal, whether it's to get best in faction or to beat your mates. Having that kind of granularity to the scoring also pushes you up a little bit further and motivates you to try mm. to at least. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's just it's just weird that it's not really yeah. like baked in. But it is baked in when you like it, it all yeah. makes sense when you and your mate play one game. The problem yeah. is when you have forty or sixty or hundred or two hundred people play several games. Like then it becomes like okay, we got to work it out, which has been fun. Like I've quite enjoyed it. I like normally I just let other people do it back in the day. Like we just go to an event and they'd yeah, just be like, I'd be like, oh, what's the yeah? I'd be like, what's the scoring system for this event? And like, could you and me go to some event, right? And they'd be like, this is our scoring system. You'd be like, whatever you say, princess. Like you do cool. what you need to do. Yeah, cool. Big thumbs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite fun to work out. Um, which like whatever. It's a bit mathy. But mainly what you're looking to do is make it like as as unconfusing as possible. And the easiest one is win loss draw. Right? Like I win yeah. five games, so I win the tournament. But it's like, oh, you won five games. And I think some of the other stuff is a little bit difficult. Like strength of schedule is good. But if people drop out, then their strength of that person goes down. Um, so there's some other like weird janky stuff. So I'm super happy with that. Like, yeah. It's been good. 
yeah, yeah. I don't think there's necessarily a perfect solution, but it's at least it seems like at least the most stable, and you can give it a go. And if it's you actually find perfect, you adjust it. I is don't it know. If I, okay. Yeah, it's actually oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I, uh, yeah, I know. You were worried. You were like, "Is that actually perfect?" Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's so what not, I've been so doing. It's not in beta then. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's it's super easy, Warhammer Rob. If people just give you their points scored, um, yeah, it's 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 very very easy, and also easy for people to work out once they get used to it. It's like how how many points did you beat me by? Or oh, you beat me by five? Okay, so it's a fifteen-five, right? It's yeah. really easy to do. John, I'll give you. I'll throw it to you. You beat me by seven points. So the score is seventeen-three. Thirteen seven. Shit. Thirteen seven. Damn it! That's me being trying to be too. Oh no! You know you beat me by seven. No, you're right. It's seventeen three. Sorry, <laughs> I got it wrong. Just thinking, there's only twenty points to go out, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. If you beat me by three. No, I... <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I know. Oh, I got it wrong. Who's, but who's anyway. The brain here, Rob? <laughs> anyway, it is pretty easy unless you're a dumb fuck like me. In which case. Uh... <laughs> Super. No ambiguity on that scoring system. I'd like you to know. No ambiguity. Oh. Right. So, what else has been going on in the Warhammer world? So that's just the news bit. That's what you and me have been up to, right? Um, uh, we've seen the Warhammer Plus review. We know that there's a preview coming from Games Workshop on uh, Saturday, which we think is pretty much going to be the Stormcast Battle Tome and probably the new War 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 Clans. The new yeah. Warclans book. And and the new starter stuff. The three oh, and the new starter and stuff. Magazine. So what was the, the starter stuff? What was the starter stuff for forty K? So they did there's a recruit edition, which is a slimmed down version of the rules where you get one unit of Necrons, one unit of assault marines, and a character each. And it's the cut down rules and it's a little twenty five pound box. And then there's the next stage up, which is 50 quid-ish, and it scales up completely. And then the last version is basically what we used to get with things like Dark Imperium, but you get a mini rule book in there, which is actually quite useful. And then they normally do two or three easy build kits that are kind of themed in with them that are all normally the kind of stuff from the starter set stuff. So Indomitus and the starter stuff have got a lot of crossover. I imagine this will be the same. Because all the sprues are split in a very similar fashion, like um, the shaman, the grotch, the the orc shaman, and mm-hmm. one of the other stormcast characters are actually on a shared sprue. So I would I would almost bet money that they're in a starter set together. Yeah, and like I think the, there's like primary like, lieutenants and all that. Like stuff everyone there. in the chat is saying, those starter boxes are hyper efficient, like cost to yeah. cost to miniatures wise for Games Workshop. Yeah. So I expect are they still are those like core line? Do they still stock those on the shelves now? So they're all currently stocked for. So I think if you're a a retailer with just the basic kind of like Games Workshop's core range, you have all three for forty k, but it's only the first two for Age of Sigmar. But that'll probably change, or it might It'll not change. change but like, and then there's a six-pound magazine with a model and kind of an introduction to the system as well. So, quite good stuff if you're wanting value out of kits, but also for getting people into the hobby. And I think they are very targeted at kind of the the, the kid market because it's right, okay. something they can kind of work their way up to. Do you mean adult kids? Well, no, actually, there's a lot of teenagers that go to like a school club 
and that's how they get into it. And it's an easy conversation for a parent. Cool, we'll buy this this starter set thing that's twenty quid and some paints and stuff. Doesn't seem as kind of oh my god as hundred twenty five quid box that they're never going to finish. That's true. And, and like Glodan saying in the chat, that's a good idea. It's probably a great Christmas birthday thing. Like they walk into a shop and they're like, get this. That's what I always thought start collecting were so good as. Like you like if you had yeah. like a Warhammer partner and then someone was like, okay, I want to get him Blood Angels. But like here's a, here's a box of random Blood Angel stuff. Like I know sometimes that's a bit like whatever, but like, you know, if they're just trying, you're always like, you're sweeties. Yeah, you're trying the hard. Gra- granny's come in saying he likes those Space Marine things. You go, well, here you go. Here's a box of Space Marines. It's a safe bet normally. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So that's going to be Saturday, which is pretty yeah. exciting. Do you think that we're also going to hear any news on 40k Orcs, which I know obviously both of us are very excited about? I think we might. If they're not keeping it just to Age of Sigmar, they've said in the article this week that they'll, they'll be soon some information about when we'll be able to get stuff, which normally when they do that, it's either the preview that weekend or on Sunday, the Beast Snagger box will go on pre-order. Like next week type of thing, you know. That's one Sunday that you're after. really excited about, right? I think so. I, I'm trying not to get too hyped, but if I can get the codex a bit earlier, because if it is a two month wait, I'm up for it. I'll, I'll get it now. Yeah, because yeah. gives me time to. Because I'm a slow learner. I'm stupid as old beans, man. I, it takes me time to figure these things out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, like the problem is, John, if when they keep releasing stuff, you're going to keep having to paint, and you're already you're like you're, you're sick of your backlog. Uh, you're just adding more stuff to your backlog yeah. at the moment. Um, are we going to get a commitment from you for an army that we're finishing? I know I already said to you last week. I was like, you need to get that uh, bad boy Kragnos finished. Are you going to get yeah. something finished easily? I have about sixteen thousand points of orcs painted already, Rob. I, I'm in no rush. Forty k orcs. Forty k orcs. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So you d- you don't feel any pressure to go to tournaments and stuff with uh, your backlog? Well, it's very much a thing. As soon as I get the stuff, I'll feel motivated to paint it. It's like anything. Okay. If, I, if I can play it, I'll paint it. But at the moment, like the um, Dominion preview stuff I've had, I've had very little motivation to paint it because I'm like, when am I going to use this? When? When, well, yeah, I mean, actually, I feel in the same boat, actually, because uh, with Age Sigmar 3 coming out, everyone who's got armies is in a great place, obviously, waiting for that FAQ on Saturday, although based on something we saw yesterday, it might come out tomorrow on Friday, So uh, because they yes. accidentally uploaded some Beast stuff. Beast of Chaos one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so we, so we might see that. That might happen, which is uh, pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, like, but I kind of feel in this spot where you're like, oh, I'm not really sure what to play. Same with Orcs, obviously, for 40k. Like, you kind of want to play your Orcs at the moment, but, like, you can't because, well, you're waiting for the new stuff to come out, right? Ironically, I'm playing them tonight, but I'm, I can't take them seriously as a list because I'm like, if I start trying to build a tournament list with my Orcs, it's going to be all undone soon, potentially. So I'm just kind of like, bring what I want. Yeah. That's fair. That's super fair. Yeah, like so. I'm. Uh, I think uh, the Age Sigmar community is in a, like an odd space with the orcs. At least she's waiting uh, to get them done, which is the perfect time to paint bases for orcs. Perfect time to get all your bases done and paint some bases. Like I'm. Like that's what I'm doing in a minute. But like, well, that's what I will be doing for my cruel boys as I'm working out what lists I want to run and everything else. I'll just paint the bases and then I'll use bases in practice games. I'm painting up the models. Um, and then uh, I'll probably just play some Seraphon because they're better. Uh, but oh. <laughs> like, we'll see. They oh. might be great. Don't criticize them. They could be great, uh, which is what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful. 
Uh, yeah, so how do we know the base sizes for orcs as Grenaldi? Well, uh, we know that there's a bunch of 32s. Characters will be on 40s, so that's pretty easy to work out. So that's a good start. And then after that, the monster ones and stuff. You assume some of them are going to be on the ovals and whatnot. Like, I'm not going to paint loads of big ovals in the hope of, but yeah, I've got, like, they, I've got... Go on. They look like, you know, the Stormcast Griff Chargers, that sort of the larger cavalry base. It looks like those sorts of size things. So what having for? something that sort of size. So for, like, the orc... Um, squig rider guys and stuff if you're wanting any of the more unusual stuff if you're yeah. about the 40k ones so it's just you can make some educated guesses from the, the mod i think the i think you can and i also think saturday will be all the others as well um uh all the other ones and i've 3d printed all the bases which is super cool so looking forward to that they're my first resin bases that i've done john so like i'm looking oh, forward nice. to that. i did some swamp themed ones from yeah. titan forge i did a swamp release i think in january yeah. Um, and so they've got a bunch of cool stuff. And they've also got a cool bunch of extra little mini bits that I think I'm going to add on to my Swamp Bogglers because I want to be super creepy and weird with them. Super creepy, super weird. So I'm going to add some little nice, extra. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, um, uh, like, what theme are you doing for your orcs? So my Warclans that I started just after Christmas was all on a kind of a Martian-style kind of sandy base because I was just trying to be a bit different. So I'm, I'm kind of sticking with that as well because... They're gonna cross over, aren't they? So, so I've tried to kind of do swampy, but with a red tone to them. So, but the rumor is that they're gonna that they're gonna. I don't know. I like this is the problem without having a roadmap. Like, I don't want to bang on about it too much, but like, um, roadmap would be so good for helping you plan and putting your armies together. But I mean, you could just play old armies, right? Just play your Skaven, yeah. paint up got? some old boys. You don't have to worry about a roadmap or what's happening to you. You could just paint up nine storm fiends and have a great time. Exactly. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. It can't hurt. So it's almost that weird thing of kind of like, at the moment, I'm kind of thinking I'm not going to rush with any of the Age of Sigmar Orcs because if I do and second guess myself, there's nothing worth going, well, these guys are going to be really good, this unit specifically, and end up not being. I don't want to double down on something and desperately try to get something I won't end up using. Yeah. 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 I understand that. I understand that. Uh, so we've just had this question in the chat um, uh, I'm asking here is it's a safe space for idiots like me does my table have to be super flat and level 3D printer uh, your table doesn't have to be particularly flat although a 45 degree angle would be pretty much over the top but you have to have a flat-ish table um, and then your level your printer bed has to be flat which is what so you, you have so you do, yeah, to level it out that's going to be the, the big one Nogal Matthew big love to you um, I think they make more money with a roadmap, uh, get rid of the anxiety of now wanting to start a new army just in case. Uh, I think they make more money with a roadmap. I don't know about you. Like if I, if I knew yeah. what I could plan for to build and paint, I would buy into it more. It's actually the anxiety slash uh, inconsistency that makes me not uh, necessarily buy into it. Because a good example of that is the way they did it with Necromunder, where they've gone, right, each quarter it's this uh, book that's going to feature this... Um warband is going to be a thing it meant that i knew i had at least a year before i needed to worry about buying any more or there being different things for my delac so that gave me time i just went right i can just focus on something else and it was nice that it didn't give me that anxiety that i was panicking that i might suddenly get sideswiped yeah. by it i also think it's just it's really sensible to just play one army again like like into that kind of like because john you're already talking about being involved in like two i suppose you're doing your, your age of sigma orcs and your 40k orcs so you're not jumping yeah. around too much i think that's the kind of pressure at the moment like the the zinch list that i really wanted to run i won't know how zinch really pans out until 
Saturday till the FAQ. So I'm not really sure how my, my army's going to work. I'm, I'm yes. really hoping it comes out Friday is what I'm really hoping, the FAQ. And then I'll at least know how my army's meant to work a little bit more with pink horrors and stuff. Um, and then if they just end up being rubbish, then that's fine. At least I know. But it's so weird. Like, like so like over the weekend, I'll be playing probably with my Zinch and I'll have like six reps, which is 18 hours-ish. 18 hours-ish of practice with them. And then to think that that might go out of the window is like, oh, sad face. <laughs> like, yeah. like you, really, you really, you don't really want to commit until you know what the situation is, I would say. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Such so weird range of feelings for a hobby. I love this, says Guy's ID. It is weird, right? I agree. Neuroshock Stub says that's, so, that's too much logic. The key is to have hoard multiple armies in boxes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Dreadwood says he doesn't know. Um, he's in a hobby stump. He doesn't know what to paint. Uh, bases are a good start to paint bases. New edition is always such a transitional time. 40k still feels like it's weirdly in a new uh, new edition as well, John. Does it not? Because it's because it's, it's still quite early when you think about it. We're only it's two six, two years till the new edition, John. Six books in though. We're barely anywhere in it. Yeah, but two years till the new edition. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I just don't want to, Rob. I've, I've just I've just. It's only three years till the new Age of Sigmar edition. You really got to, you, you boys have really got to start nailing it out. So uh, you got to Rob, is I'm actually painting my endless spells, the really bad ones that no one wants to play because I'm painting them for Age of Sigmar four. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which Age of Spells are you painting? Uh, all of them, huh? especially this one, like this this dreadful thing. The oh the <laughs> Ravenax Nation Jaws. It's covered in dust. That's hey, Ravenax right. is Ravenax is great, man. Yeah, don't you cuss on Ravenax? I love Ravenax. Have you built um, Purple Sun yet? Have you built it? Yes, I, I did two years ago, and I hated myself. I'm still angry about it. I'm still it, angry. Isn't it one of the worst things to build? I broke one of the spikes off as well somehow, <laughs> just by walking around. And, falling onto it or something and it just snapped i'm like brilliant cool uh, arcane ring says do you think we'll see an abundance of mega gargant mercs in new armies it's a great question i don't know if we're going to see a bunch of like monsters in each army i think that could be one of those things we see all the time but like i'll have to like we'll see right we'll see when the new armies there's there's so many rumors rumors of new beast of chaos rumors of new seraphon sculpts uh, going on so there's there's loads of rumors at the moment but we're not really sure so whatever um Tom Dick says, I ended up starting forces for Marvel Crisis Protocol and Lord of the Rings, mainly because both AOS and 40k both felt in weird transitional states. That's super fair. That's super fair. I'm excited to just get some reps in with Age of Sigmar 3, to be honest. I'm hoping. I think that's the I challenge, right? It's that whole kind of, we're, we're almost on the uh, starting blocks. We're just waiting for the race to start. And that's the yeah, problem. Yeah. In the last couple of weeks, I've just been like sitting there going, I've got it, but I can read a rule book as many times as possible. But without actually getting to implement it practically... It just doesn't sink in for me. Not not long, not long. There's a there, we've got a tournament next weekend. In fact, we've got two tournaments. We've got a, an Age of Sigmar teams event next, not this weekend, but next weekend. So next Sunday, which I think there's still a ticket available for. And then Ooh, we've got a singles event. Uh, there's a singles event, and I'm hoping the singles event uh, someone drops out because I'm going to be fucking gun in there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> gun in there yeah. like straight away because Matt will be running the event. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I don't need to. So I'm just going to be fucking... Be that, you can be that arsehole that can't, can't, keeps asking <laughs> gonna, really I turn up in the morning just like, uh, is anyone dropped out? I'm playing. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Uh, so it's going to be so fun. Uh, like, I just want to get loads of games in. Like, And I know there's still loads of like 
um, uh, problems with the, the virus and everything else like that. Obviously, maintain, be safe, do all the right things, wear masks, wash your hands, and all that other jazz. Um, uh, I'm, I'm va- one vaccine in, 5G upgrades too so, uh, soon. Um, but I just want to play loads of games, John. Like, that's the thing I'm most excited about. And we, it doesn't feel super far away. I don't know if, or, or you like desperate to, you've been playing a few Garden Hammer games and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, so I've been playing lots of 40k still, but because there was this whole kind of lingering, the new edition for Age of Sigmar, a lot of my local guys were kind of in their infancy and wanting to play, so I've kind of never had that as a local thing. So this is now an opportunity for me to kind of go, right, we're all starting together, boom. And it's quite exciting, but I just, I want to get there now and bring Kragnos and maybe my rogue idol if it's not getting legends because that was yeah. a bad birthday present if it was something <laughs> <laughs> legends i'm like thanks guys i've always wanted uh, it on my shelf is there a, is it also true is it also true that there are loads of um Stuckists have got loads of copies of dominion still lying around yes so i is think it? a lot of people were encouraged to be optimistic which at the end of the day is what a sales team's job is to do right they're, they're there to push to get us to buy the extra five, ten copies of something because they, at the end of the day, probably could work out quite well. Like Indomitus, if I'd been given an extra five, ten copies, I would have been making bank. It would have been great. I think I, I can say I think I've got eleven copies left of I didn't of um, Dominion. I'm surprised. It, I think it's going to be a slow burner for a lot of people. It's going to just sit there. I think it's something we should celebrate though that there is actually copies still available. Oh no, no, we shouldn't at all. Irish Alchemist. To one extent, uh, Irish Alchemist, this... thanks for resubscribing. What, what are we celebrating? A producer producing enough stuff for people to buy if no, they no. want to. Like, as in like a comfortable, I'm not kind of clapping them going, well done. It's more, well done, like slightly sarcastically, they've actually done their job. So to me, like if you've got your average Joe, so not someone that's really invested in the game, really like rushing out pre-ordering on pre-order day, the people that will just pop down on Saturday that just might pop in and might buy it, They've got the opportunity to buy it, so it means that everyone gets one now. I, yeah. I feel bad if there is people that are pressured and have got stock that are now going to just be sat on. That's my worry, is that there's going to be that feel-bads for that. But I think this is also a direct kind of response that a lot of people panicked, probably, in what they stocked based on Curse City, because that was a really bad, that was a shitty experience for a lot of re- retailers, because yeah. they were getting pre-interest re- like requests for it, and then they get nine copies. It's like, cool. Well, I think Gamer Miller's nailed it. We don't really know if the demand is really low or they finally produce enough to exceed initial demand. I think that yeah, that's, and that's, that's... that's it. I know shit tons of Age of Sigmar players who just aren't buying it. Like, Well, I think it's... There's not... If you don't play Orcs or have an interest in Orcs and you're not fussed by Stormcast, why would you buy the box? You don't need the stuff. Yeah, and it's also it's also book. not like... <laughs> it's, also, it's also just not the same as 40k. 40k, everyone has a marine army, yeah? Like, yeah. Marines were also incredibly strong in the meta at that point when they released new Marine stuff. Like, and like, and it's Marines, right? Like, and some new Necrons. Like, the Swamp Bogglers are great. They're super cool, but they're weird and fantasy-like. They and also, we've also seen the rules. Way. And we also have yeah. seen the rules, and we know that they're not great. Um, and then the Age of Sigmar stuff, like, sorry, the, the, the Stormcast stuff is great, but it's going into a book whose power level we didn't really know beforehand. So it was like, yeah. whatever. So like, and we don't know what his power level is going to be like either. So it's like, like what? Like I don't, I don't, I personally don't think it sold super well. Is what I don't think. No. So like, whenever they say to me, like, this is how many we're going to suggest you order, but don't worry, we we have made enough. Each time they say that to me, I'm like, yeah, sure. 
So when it actually happens like this, where they seem to have got enough stock, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, like, but like, whatever. I don't think you should uh, like applaud a company for making something no, or not making oh, stuff. Totally like, whatever. Not. So, like, to me, it's like a f- slow clap of, well done, you've actually done what your job is to do. I don't give a fuck, John. You turned like, up and did it. <laughs> I'll just print some stuff that look like swamp bogglers and use them. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing can bother me. The only thing I care about, and the only thing I cared about, was the death of the app, sad face. But the book, I'm so excited about the book. Like, the models I'm excited about, but I can't use them in a game yet, which is what I love. I love playing games, and they might be shit in the game, which is also another sad bit. So right now, whatever about the models, yeah? Right now, the models, whatever. However, the book, very excited. Love looking at some art. Can't we wait, wait to read the story? Yeah, going to skip Path to Glory out completely. But like, I just want to read the story, man. Sit outside a cafe, read the story with my big stupid tome. For some reason, I can't buy it digitally. So all the nerds, are gonna, like everyone in the world, is gonna be like, "Look at that fucking giant nerd who looks like a sad goth in the corner." Like, but he's reading that really colourful book. Like, it's gonna be. I might put like, you know, wrap it. Get a, in, get, yeah, <laughs> get like a dust cover for like some yeah. sort of deep intellectual book. Yeah, or... readers' wives or something. <laughs> yeah. Where's Wally? <laughs> Jugs. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, question. Does the core book have any more rules than the PDF release? Uh, no more rules. Uh, I don't think it has any more rules, but it has the story, which is all I really care about. 200 pages of narrative and then the Paths to Glory stuff. It doesn't even have... So in f- the 40k one had the battalion stuff, how to build your armies, was in the big book, but not in chapter proved but all that stuff is in general's handbook yeah i don't care so, about that so if you don't really want the narrative you don't need to buy the main big book yeah the match play bit isn't in the pdf winner dave that's that's also true as well uh but yeah you could just get the general's handbook as well i guess yeah. if you guys want like but most of that stuff's re- readily available online if you would like to um uh borrow someone else's copy online <laughs> allegedly i'll say allegedly that's how that works yeah Yeah. uh i have pre-orders remorse and mine will stay in the shrink wrap says prop joe uh till i see that we're at war climbs battle tone if it's bing guy dominion's getting sold super fair i i I just want the book and that was the only way to get the book i think wasn't it nope you could have spent 40 pounds and bought a different version of the book oh but if you're spending 40 quid why not just get the models as well and then flog them yeah essentially for the if if you've got the effort to do it you may as well yeah, uh, you just need the GHB right and not the big rule book. Yes, but I don't see it as a big rule book. I see it as the narrative refresh. Yes, like... so there's a lot of stuff in there. Like All the realms have got lovely maps showing kind of the center bits of them. It's quite interesting to look at, and I, I need to actually absorb it all now because it feels like, you know, when Age of Sigmar 2 dropped, the rule book had that really nice kind of start almost to the narrative. This is building on that again, which is really cool. Mm. Um, uh, I don't care about the law says Necrisqui I just want to roll dice you nerds me too but rolling dice without context I need that law in my in my veins and Pete is correct also you're going to need the big rule book for all of the Path to Glory campaigns that are fucking flooding the event calendar for like the amount of people who've called me to say Rob can we put the TSN arena to hold a crusade event and I've been like guys guys I've got we one just, planned. I haven't asked for the dates yet. We just can't. Give me the dates back. We just can't do it. It's too. It's too many crusade events being planned here. Too many. They selling like hotcakes is the answer. It's just uh, yeah. 
Uh, what do you think the book price on its own? How much is the book on its own? 40 quid? 40 pounds. For Games Workshop, a rip-off for other... Um, no, sorry. For, for Games Workshop, it's a fine price. For other book retailers, obviously, <sighs> it's an insane price point. So, um, it's about the same price as the D&D handbook? Kind of comparative price-wise for like a similar sort of system? Would you say it's the same quality? Uh, probably not, but it is bigger. <laughs> bigger. Okay. It's so 65 USD, and this is 49 USD. So it is more expensive than D&D, to give context. Probably got more typos in it as well. <laughs> a Gorka worker says, you joke about Crusade, but I'm in one now in my local shop. Hey, I, it's just a joke. I'm waiting for the crusade event organizer in the uk to jump up i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and i'm gonna crusade my one. heart out i'll run I'm one for do. you rob what i'll run one for you don't you worry you'll, you'll run one do you think you you can get a whole mighty 16 people playing i'm i'm playing in a crusade locally at the moment with eight people i'm i might be having a problem where i can't lose because orc vehicles are overpowered at 500 points though rob right okay so it's not balanced well no game is balanced. Well, then perfect. Sign me up, baby. What have I got to do? Dress? Do I have to? If I go to a crusade event, have I got to dress the part? If I come as a yeah. harlequin, do I have to dress as a, in a, a lycra onesie with sequins and uh, diamonds? Isn't that what one of the English uh, ETC team members does? Turns up in harlequin leggings. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, but like, yeah. that's what I'm asking. Do you have to do that at crusade at no. an event? It's not LARPing, Rob. <laughs> could it be LARPing, though? It could if you wanted to. You could turn up to a... You, you see people dressing up as ogres and stuff. That's true. Seri serious events. That's how you get to write articles on the Warhammer community site, basically. You just dress the part. Um, uh, so, uh, Linus... Linus, yes! What are you saying? The only event near me is the Summer Crusade. <laughs> and it's fully booked! How many people are going? Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Crusade is narrative, just like competitive. Uh, it's true. They're all, they're all, they're all. Uh... Okay, John, let us know what the details for your Crusade event are going to be, because I'm going. Okay, I write. A I'm, going. I'm going. I'm uh, going, and I'm dressing the part. I want you to know. It'll is it two day? Do you need it'll, how many days do you need to do be... a Crusade event over? I, I don't. It depends on the size of the the games you're going to do, because it can be any size from 500 to like 2,000. So you Points. could do a mixture. Yeah. Are they not well, doing power, power level anymore? Oh, I, I, I hate to say this, Rob. I play match play rules when I play Crusade. What? I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I, I change it to points. Because <laughs> I'm not an idiot. And like, none of this, I'm going to deep strike turn one malarkey. You just do it properly. You play the game. You play the same game, just with a different framework. Wait, it. so in Path of Glory, I could, or sorry, Crusade, I can deep strike turn one. And keep using the command reroll strategy. All these sorts of things. Nah, no interest in that. Really? Yeah. Can't wait to use that. You best make you make, best put it in the pack. I can't, otherwise I'm doing it. Yeah, I'll just edit your pack, Rob. <laughs> wait, <laughs> all your packs are now going to be Crusade packs, Rob. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a there's a heresy event uh, where Linus is, and it's sold out in under a week. That's good. Well, listen, John, it's been a pleasure talking to you about yeah. about whatever we've talked about today. Um, it's been all sorts, but it's when been you nice. Got, when you managed to fix my mic, because yeah, well, it's still yeah. not really properly fixed, so I'm not sure what yeah. to do about that. 
but yeah, anyway, lovely talking to you. I hope you stay healthy and well. Yeah. Uh, good. I hope, good. I hope you have a really good uh, event on the weekend. Uh, thank you very much. I've got the 40k Spice Center tonight. Spice, spice, oh, you spice. do? Spice, spice. Uh, where we get to talk about whether or not Perspex basing is the right way to do your event rate or not. No. No. You don't like it? No. Ruins my immersion. It's like when you see people putting their figures on clear bases. It just looks stupid. I think it's kind of cool, though. It just looks like they're walking on some sort of 1970s sci-fi terrain. And it, it's like, you must have bubble wrap on your walls and go, look, we're futuristic. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> bubble wrap on their wall. <laughs> it's insulation originally, Rob, but it was used as a cool type of wallpaper in the 70- 60s, I think it was. No, it wasn't. no one put bubble wrap on their wall. You look out, Rob, it's fucking terrifying. No. And in episodes of Doctor Who, they actually did it as well. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> fine. All right, fine. All right, listen, John, lovely talking to you. Twitch chat. Love you tons. Uh, thanks for hanging out and chatting today. <sighs> big shout out. To work now. Yeah, big shout out to uh, everyone who has listened to the podcast. And thanks to everyone who uh, has watched on YouTube. And thanks to everyone on Patreon. You guys are great. Um, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Or join us tonight for the 40K Spy Center. Bam, 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 bam. Um, um, looking forward to that. Warhammer instead. Uh, okay, fine. Thanks, John. Thanks for being like, oh, big sigh at the end of the show and then saying, I'm going to play Warhammer instead. You've really brought the show down. Yeah. Sorry, Rob. Thankfully, Sorry, no one listens, so it's fine. Um, take these out. Uh, what are you playing, John? What 40k armor are you playing tonight? Orcs. You're playing orcs? I'm taking a squig off full of flash kits. Okay. Are you going to stream it? Do you want me to? I'll do it from um, Fleets. I hear that's what all the cool kids are doing. Oh, my God. Right. I'm going now. This has been a, this has been a show. <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for listening. Look after yourselves, and thanks for listening to the Honest Wargamer. Gamer.